0: Welcome back to the Coach Emery Show. I am your host Coach Emery, a.k.a. Emery McMillan. And today with me, I have a super dope author, super dope person. As you can see on the shirt, she's dope in real life. This is the author, Latrice Glean. And I want her to introduce herself as always. And i to jump in like I always do with a bunch of questions.
1: Hey, guys. So my name is author Latrice Glean. I am author of four published books. I am also the owner, CEO of Dope Over Real Life, LLC as well as nicole l fashion and cosmetics llc those are my three babies
0: okay i like that i like that now i know you brush past them real quickly but if you could only do one of those things for the rest of your life which one would it be
1: and right now i will stick with dope in real life
0: dope in real life now tell me how that came about we got a lot of announcements with that today
1: uh, Dope in Real Life. So I was already a uh, owner of Nicole L Fashion and Cosmetics Boutique. That was my boutique. And then I said I wanted to branch off and start something that was my own, you know, as far as my own brand, my own label, my own clothing. Um, so I went ahead and I dived right in. And Dope and Real Life is something that people say all the time is I heard it over and over and over again. And I was like, well, let me just look it up and see if anybody at this trademark or you know I got it as a business name and it wasn't and I was surprised so I said oh dope in real life is meant
0: for me to have and that's that's how it started nice I like dope in real life as y'all know watching the show talking to me in person whichever way y'all do most y'all know that's my word dope is my word right and so it's interesting that me and Trees live in the same city we've met probably in passing but having a conversation didn't happen until this year it's interesting that it happened this year because we both have a really interesting announcement to make right now. And um, I don't know if you want to do it. Do you want me to do it?
1: You can do it. <laughs>
0: All right. So I saw the shirts. I say, yo, I'm blown away. She's like, what's up? Like, I'm like, yo, this is dope. She's like, I know. I'm like, no, like not that it says dope. This is dope that, you know, you're here and this is what's on the shirt. I'm like, we should partner up because I'm always talking about dope. I'm always expressing how dope things are in my sessions with clients, um, in my brand, at the end of my podcast, every single time I say, be dope, be great, peace. Like, it's just always dope. And so I'm like, you know what? Instead of me making a shirt to say dope on it, how about we partner together? And I rock your shirts on my show. So this is the introduction to that show. Now, going forward, You will see me rocking a dope and real life shirt on a lot of my episodes because we are officially partnering together. Um, The ink ain't dry yet, but, you know, we're going to work it out. But this is, you're looking at one of the sponsors of the Coach Emory Show. So uh, this is my first time introducing a sponsor of the show to y'all. So I appreciate you for understanding the vision that I had with that and having your vision enough in place to be a part of this movement that I'm building
1: let me just say like i'm excited about it because it'll be actually my first partnership with dope in real life um it's been a year since i started it and so to have somebody that think it's dope and want to work with me and partnership with me and my brand like i appreciate that like timing couldn't have been more perfect tell them how we Physically met the first time at an at event, which is crazy. At an event, right. and just both going as being authors, and right. then I was established into being partners, and now I'm on the show. So that's a blessing in itself. Like, I'm that's dope. I'm ready,
0: <laughs> right? Right? It's dope, right? And see, what's what's crazy, she she talked about an event that we were at together. So it was an authors and art event put together by Dave Stanfield. Um, if you know him from I'm Living B, um, Serenity Lounge. And it was amazing. It was a lot of artists. And I got there early, set up my table. And I, as soon as I walk in, I see her. Right. And we're technically at that time, we're in the same room, like right next to each other. I'm setting up my table. She got all this stuff set up on her table. And I'm like putting my stuff together. And I'm like, yo, this is, this, this the author girl that everybody be talking about. Every time I talk about my book, everybody, oh, you should talk to Trees. You should talk to Trees. I'm like, all right, cool. But I don't really know what that means. Like, you just reach out to somebody and say, I got a book. You got a book. Let's be friends. Like, I don't know how that works. So this event put us in the same room, literally, together. And then from there, we were in conversation with each other. And the vibe was just dope. And we were like, yo, we should really connect on some things. And I walked back in there. I saw the shirts on the table. And she had them perfectly folded. Like, she was, you know, at Macy's. And it was, like, dope in real life all over the table. I'm like, damn, this is fly. Like, all right, yo, let's talk about this, man, because... I need something that says "dope" for my show, and she's like, "Okay, well, let's connect." Now you know how when you say "let's connect," sometimes people don't connect.
1: They don't connect. I've been there. I've been there. people say I'm gonna do this, and I'm yep. gonna get and I've been there, and it hasn't happened. But so, just in case they don't know what "dope" stands for for me,
2: mm-hmm. Tell the them.
1: definition of positive energy. So the energy was just there from from the beginning. So Absolutely. it was it was meant to just happen the way it did. And, yep. and at this time, it's the perfect time. At this time.
0: time. Yeah. Tell, you, tell them what happened this week with your business. Tell them what happened this week with Dope in Real Life.
1: Okay, so I'm a real humble person. I try not to be like super excited about stuff, but I'm real excited. Like I'm real <laughs> excited. Um, so when Dope in Real Life, when I started it, because it's so cliche and, and you know, you might hear people say, F social media, I'm Dope in Real Life. And I'm like, eh, man. So I had to bring a meaning to it. So when I started, I got my LLC. I'm like, boom, that's done. I got my name. And I was like, I got to get a trademark. And it's funny because somebody was like, you really don't need a trademark. And I'm like, well, I don't want nobody to take my, my logo, my design. So I trademarked, right. not knowing that it would be a long process, a long mm-hmm. process. The LLC, I got July tw- July 12th, 2021. And that's the same time, I said, let me go ahead and trademark it. Well, I just got my official trademark papers on august the 10th but they had they had sent it back to me twice and i was like oh my god somebody else gonna have a, somebody else gonna have a logo they're gonna deny me they're gonna deny me and i i corrected my error sent it back twice and i was so nervous i was like what if they don't let me get my trademark so august the 10th i got my official papers. so don't right. feel like it's official. don't nobody trying to steal this brand. <laughs>
0: right and as a and, and wait like august 10th we're saying that because That's like a few days ago, right? That's a few days ago that this took place. So it's we met a couple weeks ago, not even a full two, four weeks ago, right? We we met in person two, four weeks ago, had the conversation. Then fast forward, this happens with her brand. As we're already talking about this, I called her this week, like, listen, I meant what I said. Let's do this thing, like, let's connect. And we was we was both in, right? Um, the energy was dope from the beginning. So I feel like it wasn't no reason why it wouldn't have been, but it's just really cool to see something that you see in your head become something real. So pretty soon, start probably next week, maybe this episode, you're going to see the logo. You should see the logo down there. Like, if you look down, you see the logo right there. So Dope in Real Life is there for a reason. And one of the first official sponsors of the Coach Emery Show. Going to be here for a long time and a good time. So we we be enjoying that. So I'm glad we broke that down. I'm glad that that's the one that you said you pick forever because we dope in real life. Now.
2: Yeah how dope, did it right.
0: you it ain't dope it ain't right and this it definition right. of positive energy i like that because you know i'm all about positive energy so that's that's perfect so my next question for you trees is can i call you trees
1: yeah that's fine.
0: cool all right next next question for you trees is this when did you know you had the first book in your head
1: the first book is my autobiography so I had started writing. I've always wrote and I started off writing poems, but then I started writing things that happened within my family. So I started writing family things, you know, family matters or or daddy's little girl. Like I just started writing stuff. That was like my therapy because growing up, I stayed on punishment a lot. So I would just always be in my room writing (laughs) and I couldn't stand my dad because he had me on punishment all the time. So that's how it started. And then, um, So I made it into like a paper book, you know, just a regular paper, stapled together. Um, And I kept it and I kept it. And then I was working at a job and I had let one of my coworkers read it. And she was younger than me. And she started crying when she was reading it. And to me, I was like, what are you crying for? You know, I read, I wrote it. I done been through the tears writing it like I was done, but it was just supposed to be like something for me to have to myself. Um, but once she read it and she started crying and she was like, I didn't know you went through all this. And I think that you should share your story with other people. And then she started telling me different things that she was going through within her life. And she was a parent. I don't have any kids. So her situation was a little different, but she still related to some things that went on in my book. So I thought about it and I thought about it and I let one more other person read it. And I was like, you know what, let me just go ahead and look it up and see how right. I publish this book. That was in 2011. We in 2022. So my autobiography came out in 2011. And once I put it out and a response that I got, it was amazing. And especially from like teenagers, I got to speak at a senior breakfast. So it was, I mean, it was dope. And that's my baby. And I still tell people, you know, read this book, give it to your teenager, because, you know, I talk about a lot of different things in that book growing up up until i was married divorced and then just trying to build myself back up as a single person
0: that is that's amazing man and i love i love the fact that you share that with people number one like sometimes as artists we create something and because it's not recent we don't talk about it you know what i mean and um that's something that that i talked to a good friend of mine about recently i heard uh tyler the creator talking about this he was like yo the problem with you know modern art- artists is that they'll make something and it's one time right and he said he's still promoting an album from a year ago and he's a signed artist with his own fan base and everything he's still promoting his work so somebody you know who doesn't have that machine behind them should definitely be doing that work. And I'm glad that you still push your book. I'm glad your book took you to places and into rooms that, you know, you may have ended up, may not have ended up otherwise, but you never know, but at least you know the book took you there. So that's definitely a big kudos to you for doing that. Um, My first book is very similar, um, like an autobiography in a way. Um, Mm. It stops at a certain point, but it's definitely autobiographical. So um, it's definitely exciting. Can you tell people the name of your book and where they can find it? The first book?
1: So the first book is called My Life's Journey. It is available on my website, uh, which is com. You can also get it on Amazon. So you can get it on Kindle. Uh, where else? And Barnes and & Noble is online. So you can order it from Barnes & Noble or Amazon and my website. And I had no, when I did the first book, I, I, I never thought I would write another book. <laughs> After the first book, I, right. you know, and and it just it just happened, and now I'm an author,
0: and you know, man, I... nah, how does it feel when you first made your when you first published your book? No, forget the publishing part, right? Because as an author, I understand this journey. When you first put the pen down and said I'm done, when you stopped typing or how you wrote yours originally, when you first said I'm done, what was the feeling that you felt in that
1: moment? I don't, I really don't know what the first book, I was nervous because I didn't know how people would perceive it. You know, I never let people into my life and it wasn't right. just my life. It was other people's lives that was put in that book as well. So I right. had to kind of tell my story and that included everybody that was in my life during those times. So I was kind of nervous, um, mm-hmm. but I also felt like it's lifted, like whatever I was holding on to whatever I went through in my life, it was like, it was lifted off of me. And um, then after that, I was, it was, it was go. Once my dad read the book and he was, (laughs) he was kind of okay. When I said about him, you know, he supported me. I was like, I don't care what nobody else thinks. Right. Even my ex, I was like, I don't care. As long as they good, they ain't coming at me crazy. I was like, everything else is is go. But what I had to make people understand is I didn't do this for myself. I mean, I did it as therapy, you know, to release some things that I've been through in my life. And that's how I was able to release it. Um, Some things my sister, my older sister didn't even know about me until she read the book. So I did it for other people. I did it to help other people to, you know, let them know it's okay if you go through this and you go through this. It's just, how are you going to get beyond that point? How are we going to make it to the next level? You know, how do you don't stay depressed? How do you don't stay down? Like. So I want people to be like that because growing up, I always I didn't always feel like I was pretty or I was wanted, you know, and I went through depression. I, I went through all of that. And I was like, if I sit on this, I don't, I don't think God brought me out of all that to just right. sit on it and not share it with nobody else. So Absolutely. that was my motivation. You know, I was like, it ain't about just me and this book. I don't care if I only sold five books, but them five books changed somebody's life or saved a life. I was good with that.
0: That's amazing. And I, I love that you said that because that's the reason why I did my book as well. Like, it's so interesting that you said all those things, literally, even down to the dad part, like there's stuff in there about my dad that my dad don't even know I, I thought. Right. And so <laughs> when my dad got a copy of my book, my dad called me like every other day, like, yo, I talked to you about this part in your book. And next day, yo, I got to talk to you about this part in your book. And it happened like five days, like not in a row, but just different days. And it wasn't anything bad. He was just like, Yo, I never knew that you went through this because of me. I never knew that you experienced this and you felt this way. And you know, I'm very sorry. And it was it was enlightening for me because I thought when he read it, he was gonna be like, Boy. I see you.
1: <laughs> but did it change the like? Did it change the relationship? Because I that was probably the the, <laughs> the person in the book that probably got it the most. But did it change the relationship between you and your father?
0: It started the conversation.
1: There you go.
0: Um, it started the conversation, and um, that that relationship is something that. Has been a work in progress for a very long time. You know, um, in my book, I talk about this, so it's no secret. You know, my dad and my parent, my dad and my mom split when I was like twelve, turning thirteen. And so, anybody who knows anything about you know puberty and boys, you in thirteen is a big deal. Like that's when you need all of the male influence the most in your life, right there. And so, I lost that. And then my brother was six years older than me, so he was going off to college at the same exact time I'm going into high school he's going to college left for college so I really don't got anybody right and I had some cynical you know uncles and you know uh I had a grandfather but my grandfather was southern and he was kind of weird about things so his advice was very um you don't want to follow that advice yeah so um I didn't have a lot of people around me to really look up to or really understand these transitions so my dad reading that book, it was like, him was like, yo, wow, I didn't know that I left like this. Like, it's a chapter in my book called The Sex Talk. And my sex talk was like seven words. It was like, that's your girlfriend? Yeah. Y'all fucking? Yeah. Good job. That was it.
2: That was the whole talk. Like That
0: was the whole talk. Like When he read the chapter, he was like, I don't even believe I never talked to you about that. I'm like, you didn't. You it really happened. didn't. And it I happens to a lot of us.
1: I, I, I didn't get to talk from my mom, and yeah. I got it from my grandmother. And it was just basically like, oh, you're going into this. Basically, like, keep yourself to yourself. That was mm-hmm. it.
0: That was and, it. No was warning it. of what to do, what not to do, how means. to do it right. Like,
1: <laughs> and guess what? I didn't keep myself to myself. I didn't know. So yeah, I was, um... You know, like, hey. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I I definitely have four daughters, so um myself was not kept to me either. So there's that. but um I'm glad that the book was something that you felt inspired to share to help other people along their journey because that's why I did my book. I wanted to start having conversations with young men who were going through some of the things that I went through. like that's not even the bulk of what the book is about. That's just a part of it. But I wanted to start having conversations with young men, young women. But, you know, young kids don't want to listen unless they know you. Right. And they love knowing everybody's business. So I'm like, let me tell my business so y'all can know my business. And now we can talk because my business ain't that different from your business.
1: Right. And then what I've learned is a lot of teenagers, mm because I have nieces and nephews, but I feel like, you know, I always wanted that relationship with my nieces to be like, y'all can come and talk to me about anything, anything. I promise I won't judge you anything because I had an older cousin who allowed me to be like that with her but now i feel like a lot of teenagers they just they're just not open and they and they feel like for whatever reason they they can't talk to someone older without probably being judged or looked at a different way but like for real like they read my book they know everything i've been through and it's just like let me know what you're going through before you right. do this or you do that i might can try to help you or save you from making that wrong decision but right. a lot of times i think kids need to learn on their own absolutely and then they'll get it. Cause they'd be like, yeah. oh, I know you went through it, but you was older. Right. Okay. You, I was older, <laughs> but you're gonna go through the same thing and the results in the end probably gonna be the
0: same. Exactly,
1: the same exactly.
0: And that, and like I said, that's that's something that is, is amazing that you even gave them that blueprint to say, oh, you know what? This feels like that thing in her book. Let me not do this. You know what I'm saying? And right. and that's really all it's about is, it's not about making you make this different decisions. It's not about changing your thought process Really, it's about letting you know that there's a lot of things that you haven't experienced yet. And I just want to give you a glimpse of what some of those things may be. And maybe you can navigate them differently than I did. Right. So that's that's really, you know, exciting to hear that your book did that for people around you and, you know, told the story for the people that, that are listening. So I love that. I love that a lot. And I thank you for putting it out into the world. That's dope in real life. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, you ain't stopped there, though. You said three more books.
2: <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> stop. I didn't stop. You didn't
0: stop. You 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 did the puff, daddy. You, you can't stop. Won't stop. So I need to know what were the other books? Fiction or non nonfiction? They were fiction. Okay. You said that slowly, like is some of it loosely based on reality. Yeah. Okay, so those are fiction books, but I, no, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because okay. I always got to have something to go off of. Like when I write, I mean, I can elaborate on situations, you know, but it, it, it's always something that triggers me to write about something. Um, but yeah, um, I, I didn't think I was going to write more books after that. So those are, I say, those are my adult books. Okay. Nice. Those adult I don't I don't foresee them being for, you know, teens. Um, because it's a lot of adult things that adults go through. I became her and then I followed up because people was like, you gotta do a second one. What happened to this character? What happened? I'm like, oh my God. So then I did a I became her too. So I
2: love yeah, that
1: yeah, that's just basically um it's about relationships. It's about being the person you say you will never be. You know how sometimes it'd be like, oh, I would never do that. Oh, that right. girl did that or that i would never do that in my life but then you you end up being that person so absolutely that's did, i became her and then i became her too
2: mm. it's
1: like this, this person had their life straight everything was perfect 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 and then situations led them to do things that they know they probably shouldn't do said they would never do and brought them into some situations that they had to deal with so i talked about relationships i talked about um being pregnant out of way uh being pregnant by a married man uh trying to build a family trying to be a single parent um even i, I even shed light on a man i even shed light for my men i had to leave you know put my men in there about how a man can be faithful to a female and give them everything and that it's just not enough for some females sometimes mm-hmm. so i talk about how this man was doing everything for this girl took her kid in and everything and she still wanted to go back to someone in the past, you know, Mm. and i talk about that. I touch bases a little bit on just like a domestic situation, just a little bit, not too much, Um, but yeah.
0: What's that character's name?
1: Samantha is the main character.
0: Samantha, so she's in two books.
1: Yeah, I became her and I became her too.
0: So you you think you're done with Samantha?
1: Samantha is done. They want another one, but I, I, I can't. You know, I ended it in a certain way where I might like, let let me just end it there, because um, I don't really know no mm-hmm. other way to end it, right. and that is a struggle to end a to end a book when you're writing it with characters. It's like, how do I end it? I don't want to be too dramatic, but I want to kill somebody off. You know, you know, it's like right. so, and you
0: want to stay true to what you was writing it for, and yeah. you don't want the ending just to be dramatic just because it's dramatic. I get, I get that. I ended my book interesting, and um. Everybody who read my book had the same response. They're like, "Yo, that's not the end." And I had a, my response to them was, "Yo, it's not. <laughs> it's not."
1: So <laughs> we waiting on another one. Let's there's go. A
0: one coming. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so I have a question for you about the process of being an author or becoming an author, right? I did it my way, but I want you to share how you did it um, because there's a lot of people who have stories in them. Everybody has their own story, and I want you to share just a little bit, maybe like a two minute version of how that process goes, right? Once you have the book written, what's the next step in your mind?
1: So for me in the beginning, I was lost. I didn't have nobody to to go to, you know, and ask how to do this, how to do this. Um, It was 2011. So I just did a lot of research on Google um, Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of publishing companies that wanted to get my book and they're like, oh, we'll pay you 10 cents per copy. You know, I mean, it's per sale or whatever. And I'm like, I don't think that my story is, you know, my story is my story. So I was like, okay, no, everybody wants to buy my story, you know, and then pay me short. So I figured out how to do self-publishing. So I went through the self-publishing company called uh, Author House and I paid a grip. In the beginning, I realized that I paid way too much. But like I said, I didn't know anything about it. So I paid for the self-publishing and, um, you know, the publication, the, the cover, the books, everything. And that's how I started. Um, they pretty much did everything for me. I've, all the rights is, is to the book are belong to me. Okay. Um, yeah, so they put it on Amazon for me. I, I didn't have to worry about trying to figure out how to get on Amazon, how to get on Barnes & Noble. So they did all that for me. And then when I did my second book, now that I'm kind of like a member of them, I'm a part of the family, um, I get 50%, 60% discounts on anything that I do with them as far as publishing anything. So that's how all three of my books is with this one publishing company. Now, as I got a little older and understanding, now I see more people putting books out. Now I'm seeing how people do self-publish and they don't have to pay as much um, right. But I kind of I like the route that I went um, mm-hmm. because I did it on my own and I learned on my own. um So if I did another book, I maybe go with them. But then there's, let me give big ups to Tanisha Mackin. I don't know if you know author Tanisha Mackin. Yes. Well. Um, the last book I did was with her through her publishing company. Um, okay. so I would probably work with her going forward because she is one of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, and she's an author, so she understands it. And she understands the publishing also. So, um, yeah.
0: That's dope. That's extra dope. Now, I've heard um, of her. Like, I don't know her personally. I don't think I'll know her personally. Um, But I me ask a qualifying question about this individual. Is she dope in real life?
1: She dope.
0: Okay. All right. As long as she, she dope, dope in real life.
1: She was dope when I first wrote my first book. Um, and then she came out with hers. We talked a lot. And then once, you know, within talking, we discovered that we went to the same grammar school together. We was in the same kindergarten class and the picture together and not even knowing, you know, right. so, um, but yeah, the last book I did was with her and a lot of other authors called Rebuilding After Bullshit. And, um, she did everything. We just, and it was cool. We just, I just wrote my little chapter and sent it to her. <laughs> everything else she did. I need copies. I hit her up, you know? So yeah, she's really dope her life her business is she she's you need a
0: ghostwriter, talk mm-hmm. to her wow i'll have a drake caller I right, yeah. so we <laughs> <laughs> so i want to i want to shift gears a little bit um and jump out of book you know um authoring and i want to jump into fashion right how did you get into fashion and what inspired you to get into in fashion
1: it wasn't me It wasn't me because I, you know, like I'm just, I was just a regular person. I wasn't really into fashion growing up, you know, like I like my cross colors and different stuff like that. I wasn't really big on name brands uh, growing up, Um, but I hated going to the mall. I was one of those people. I don't like going to the mall. I don't like trying on clothes. I just want what I want and I want to get out. So I was like, okay, I'm an online shopper. Now I'll shop online. It could be the wrong size. I might give it to somebody. I'm not going to send it back. I said, what can I do for people that's like me? So I said, oh, let me start a boutique. And it started off with just jewelry. I learned how to, you know, get my uh, reseller's license and do all that stuff. And I started selling jewelry, lip gloss, you know, little stuff like that. And then once I seen like, oh, it's a bigger world out here, like you can sell clothes you right. know? So then I started getting into selling clothes and I went in a um, shop with my sister and that's how I started out. And then it was purses. So it's like, it ain't nothing. I haven't sold itself for food, basically. Um,
0: and that sound like it's on the way. No, <laughs> so,
1: no, nah, nah, I leave that to the people that Dude. no food for me. That's not my nah. business at all. Um, but yeah, I started out doing that and that's just that's just how it took off and people in buffalo from day one i think i started in 2013 with the boutique i have people that have been my customers since day one and they'd be wow. like yeah and i can't like it's amazing the support that you get I, I have faithful customers it don't matter if i sell a toothbrush they're gonna be like i'm getting it <laughs> That right. means they believe in me. They believe in what I'm doing. Like to have people love on you like that, even people that you don't really know on a personal level. Like it's it's amazing. Oh, dope, amazing. That's what I use. It's dope, amazing. Like dope, amazing. Dope, amazing. I mean, amazing. In a dope way. Okay. In <laughs> a
0: dope way. I like it. I like that. I think that that's really cool. You said something that's really you know impactful. That people who rock with you rock with you no matter what you're doing, right? Um, they're not even buying the item. They are just you know, buying you little, little pieces of you. And I I love that because that says a lot about who you are as a person. You know, that says a lot about who you are and how you treat people, because people are not going to come back if you treat them like crap. They're not going to come back, you know, if you're not a good person. So I salute you for that. Definitely acknowledging that dopeness right there. And I want to dive into something that is a little more introspective, right? This is a very serious question. And, you know, I don't, you can you can opt not to answer it but you know I want you to try all right If you had to be a cartoon character
2: <laughs> What character would you
0: be and why
1: Oh my goodness cartoons
0: Yes from now or back in the day it doesn't matter what time frame Oh, oh. a cartoon
1: character Yes I was not big. I, I'm back. Old school. Fraggle Rock. Sesame Street. I don't even know a cartoon character. Um, really? I don't a cartoon character.
0: Okay. All right. I'll make it. I'll make it a little bit easier for you. Um,
1: they might know. They can. They They can. They, they know. They can tell you who. Right. I can.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. So let me see. Cartoon character or animal.
1: I love dolphins.
0: Okay. So you would be a dolphin?
1: I love dolphins.
0: But would you be a dolphin?
1: If I had to be an animal, out of all animals, mm-hmm. I'd probably be a dolphin because I just, I love dolphins. Um, yeah, I can't think of a cartoon character. I was about okay. to say okay. like Big Bird or somebody. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's okay. You know, you don't got to pass all of my tests. Just just enough. <laughs> I failed
1: that one.
0: You failed that one. You failed, failed that one. That one. Right, right. Fell any you won't be dope in real life. So you okay, let's
1: go. I'm ready. All right. So
0: the next question is this: What's the big biggest obstacle that you ran into when building your businesses, and how did you overcome those obstacles? The
1: business part of it, um, I think, when COVID hit. I think when COVID hit. So I was, I was in, I was in a shop. And then I started doing it from home. This is before COVID. And mm-hmm. I strictly was trying to just go online. So then I went back into the shop. I'm like, okay, now my customer base is growing. My inventory is growing. So I went back into the shop. Um, I had a boutique in the back and that it was going good. It was going great. And then COVID hit and people was, you know, it was like this thing. They didn't want to wear clothes from overseas. They was thinking it was you know, like coming from China,
2: right?
1: You know, I'm getting boxes and I'm lifestyle selling all the boxes down. And I'm just like, you know, I don't really know what's going on. So now I feel like nobody want to buy no clothes right. if you get it from certain places. Um, and then another thing is like, you can't buy something and return it now. You can't come and try it on. Right. So now I'm losing out on money. You know, even though I have a, a full time job, but my business is my business, um, and I still gotta to be at this place i'm not just strictly online no more so when COVID hit and they and they shut everything down i was like wow i got all this inventory and i don't know what it's like money it's just money that's sitting money that's wasted you know i tried for the ppp law i tried for everything i didn't i didn't get it i didn't i didn't get the help um so that was disturbing because i'm like i got a legit business right and I'm not getting enough, nothing. um. So, yeah. So, basically, once COVID, you know, that we went through that, um. I went back into the shop. Business picked up a little. And I was like, you know what? I'm going right back online. Mm. Right and This is before Dope in Roll Life. This is just what okay. I was doing. So, that was challenging. Um, and I kind of, that might be another reason why I kind of was like, let me just do t-shirts or something because
0: that's easy to do you don't gotta right.
1: really try on no t-shirt or hoodie you know what size you wear right, you know, unless, you're right. <laughs> unless you're lying to yourself right unless you're lying to yourself right if you can get in it then the right. lie is a lie. It's your lie
0: right 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 it's right a lot of truth right. the <laughs> I, I'm with that I'm definitely with but, that and I'm glad that you were being you know flexible like that and being real with yourself because some people you know they're not malleable enough to make that turn right like acknowledging like yo you know what let me take this thing online this is what's best for my brand. And then you built something new even out of that. Like that's, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and now I'm at, I still do my boutique stuff. Nicole L fashion and cosmetics. Like I got lip gloss, I got lashes. I still do it, but ain't nothing jumping like go for life. Like it for, for, to have did this for one year mm-hmm. and man, listen, I've been having a boutique for years and I just feel like I'm doing better with this than I was with the boutique. But right, you know right. what? Everybody, everybody has boutique. Everybody can sell clothes. You go to the mall. You can, you can. But don't everybody don't got dope in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't go to the mall and get this. At least not right now. You can't. You right. know, this and
0: everybody ain't even really dope in real life.
1: True.
0: Everybody True. not. You gotta, you gotta apply. So what we didn't tell y'all is there's an application process to be dope. I'm not just playing.
1: Gotta apply to be dope. You gotta
0: apply to be dope. <laughs> you, apply to be dope. How do when you You, buy a shirt,
1: you gotta you buy got it, when you form. buy
0: the shirt. You gotta fill out a a, a, a form.
1: <laughs> but I'm happy you said that. No, for real, I'm happy you said that because when I say it ain't if ain't dope, it ain't right. And what I say is like in in everybody's own perspective of their self, they're dope in a way to themselves, you know. What, like what? you could be toxic and not know you toxic. So to so you, you dope. To others, it's like, no, this person is really not dope. But when people wear my clothing, I want them to feel like if you're having a bad day and you put on this shirt. I want you to feel dope. Like I want you to feel like whatever you're going through, it don't even matter when you when you wear dope in real life, because people right. gonna see you and be like, "Yo, well that shirt is dope." And then they gonna ask you. Older people don't understand what DLP mean. They thought it was, you know,
2: right. what do that
1: mean? It's not drugs. It means definition of positive energy. So then when they see that, they be like, "Oh, that's sweet." You right. know, that's sweet. People tell me all the time, like, "Oh, people love my shirt," and I'm like, "Good. They love your shirt, and you should feel good wearing it."
0: Absolutely. Did you ever think you'd be a dope dealer?
1: <laughs> now back at my teenagers, I probably thought
0: I was. Did you ever I think you'd be dealing had dope had like you like you dealing dope right now?
1: Nah, nah. We we legal. We, <laughs> we legal. all the way legal over here. All the way
0: legal. <laughs> over here dealing dope. So don't shirts. nobody try
1: to try to wear my shirt on the block don't do it yeah no it don't stand do stand for that it don't right. stand for that at all right. <laughs> definition of positive energy right
0: you wear only- it in that you wear it in that in that situation that's the definition of police encounters that's just that's that yeah hey. <laughs> i like, like that i like that of- but no, that's that's amazing man and i love that you like i said you were able to make the transition to be malleable enough in your business and in yourself to know like this ain't gonna work for me this isn't where it's gonna work at and you kept it moving right mm-hmm. and it sounds like that's something that's a theme for your life is keeping it moving
1: yeah i will try oh i will mm-hmm. try i did my lashes my lip gloss i will try anything yeah. whatever whatever works best is where i lean you know lean towards the most and dope and life is just it's just taking off. I can't even it's taking off. I'm trying to get it in the hands of a few celebrities. You mm-hmm. know, I want them to wear because it it's a few celebrities. I don't know the t-shirts too. I think they dope, you know. Okay. Um, and once they rock it, I really feel like, okay, I'm doing something outside of Buffalo.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we gonna, I mean, we're gonna do some major things because a lot of the guests that come on this show too they're not from you know buffalo this this is a definitely a local show at all um a lot of my guests are outside of buffalo and I, I i have it that way for a reason um because i want people to be introduced to different people from different societies cultures um beliefs and everything you know so this show is about everything this show shows about you know uh not really religion but spirituality it's about love. It's about business. It's about entrepreneurship. It's about life. It's about everything. So, right. so some of everybody's going to be on this show. So I, I will be, you know, rocking my dope in real life shirts and letting them know how they can get theirs and all of those good things. So, you know, you have another source of, of that in the world now. So it's not just you. Thank you. That's so awesome. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I do want to ask you a, a question. Um, and this one is actually a serious question. Um, if you have to give advice to yourself 10 years ago, based on what you know now what would that advice be
1: always believe in yourself um don't don't ever think you're less than what you really are um that's basically it you you are beautiful uh <laughs> that's it like i said it was times i you know i ain't feel so beautiful and like, people look at you and be like you're so pretty you're so cute i'll be like where where you see it at because i don't see it in me but it's 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 within yourself, it's not on the outer all the time it's what's, you know inside, so that's would have been my advice to myself. You're beautiful, you're dope, and you can you can overcome anything you you go through, you know, and just I always have faith in it. I'm a strong believer in God, like always yeah. so even even with that ten years ago, there was times I felt like my faith was being tested, you know yeah. so
0: yeah that's that's beautiful man and i appreciate you sharing that um anybody who's listening to this right now or watching this right now man i want you to just take a moment to think about what she just said you know if you've ever had those moments or know somebody who's had those moments where they felt that way or didn't feel you know as able or beautiful or dope as they could you know take a moment right now to just reach out to that person and let them know what you feel about them that you think they're dope that you think they're amazing um and if it's you that felt that way. Take a moment right now just to feel yourself, right? Feel your energy and acknowledge the fact that, yo you're still here and there's a mission for your life. And there's somebody somewhere, if not a bunch of people somewhere that need exactly what only you have. So acknowledge that, man. Acknowledge that. And I love that you, you know, gave that piece of advice because it's it's such a major piece of advice that a lot of us overlook. So um, kudos to you for that, Teresa. I appreciate that. And lastly, I want you to be able to tell people everywhere they can find you. I want you to let them know all of the places, websites, all of it. This is your time right now to just let people know where they can find you at.
1: Okay, so I am on all social media outlets. Uh, but number one, my website is www.dot.dopeandreallifellc.dot.com. Anything I'm doing is on my website, including my books. Um, I'm on TikTok under Dope and Real Life LLC. I got a, I got a, I got a funny side of me too. People don't know I got a, I got a joking humor side of me, um, but I'm also on Instagram, which is Dope and Real Life underscore LLC, and I'm on Facebook under Author L Gleen G L E E N, as well as Dope and Real Life LLC. So
0: amazing. Amazing yeah. man. Well, listen. Thank you so much for stopping by. I know you're super busy. We had to schedule it. You was like, listen. Well, my Thursdays kind of end on Friday, and my Fridays begin on Sunday. So we <laughs> gotta I like said crazy. <laughs> we,
1: so did it <laughs>
0: we did it though, and I'm glad you made time because I know this is gonna reach somebody, help somebody, and and definitely encourage somebody. So I appreciate you, and I want to give you your flowers right now for that. So thank you.
1: Thank you for the opportunity and you are dope. I just want to tell you, thank you for the opportunity. I, I love what you're doing and I, I believe that this is going to go farther than probably what you expected to do. I will be sharing all of your videos on my page every time you do it, um, just so people can tune into you, you know, because what you're doing is it's dope because ain't nobody doing it every day
0: i appreciate that
1: everybody's doing it every day so now you're taking on something where you putting your time and your effort to have people on your show and talk about different things to bring the other people out in the whole world not just buffalo like you said so
2: right
1: um i like that and to everybody that's watching i just want to say you know if it ain't dope it ain't right definition of positive energy you have to have positive energy we are so negative we, the, yes. the world itself is just negative. We complain about so much. Sometimes when you start to complain, be like, yo, oh, not, not today. Not
2: today <laughs> I woke up. Right, right, <laughs> Somebody
1: right. did wake up. I woke Gotta up. I'll well, have a dope day. I'll well, have a good day.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because I find myself sometimes doing it. Even sometimes when I'm at work, I be, no, don't do it. Because you got a job. You got a good job. You here. You, you know, so um, let's just try to be more positive. Let's just try to spread more love towards each other. You know, we are different in our own ways, but love is love. Ain't nothing different with love. Love is love.
0: Absolutely. And I appreciate you um, you know, showing that love to me and acknowledging what I'm building. Um, anything I do really is is not for self. You know, it's not for self and it's always for the bigger picture so I'm glad that you're able to see that you know as a creative I don't doubt that you see the bigger vision for this right. and um, as that unfolds I'm, I'm glad that you'll be part of it so I'm excited for that I'm excited for what grows from just our connection and our um, our friendship and everything so I'm thankful for you man if everybody watching like I said just acknowledge yourself right now you know you are doing something different than other people are doing regardless of what that may be embrace that you know, you may look different. You may you may act different. You may feel different. You may come from a different background. That's the beautiful part about you. That's not a bad part about you. That's the <laughs> most amazing part about you is that you have that uniqueness. You know, I was talking to some um, some children, you know some kids today, teenagers today, and um, we really, really, really had a lot of different walks of life in the one room. But one thing they had in common is they all wanted to reach a goal, and we dived into that together. So um, just understand your your difference. And, and know that you're bound by, like like Trees said, by love yeah. and by the fact that you want better for yourself and the people around you. Those two things we all want. So, um, again, as always, man, thank y'all for staying locked in with me. Thank you, Trees, for coming by, making time. Um, I want those pictures on, the, on your wall. Those are dope. <laughs> you can go ahead just send them to me. And um, But as always, y'all, thanks for, for locking in with me. Thanks for checking out the Coach Emory Show. As always, yeah. be dope and
2: be great. Peace.
1: Great. Peace out, y'all.